show for you, the best fans in the AHL. Comets Insider on 94.9 K-Rock. Brought to you by Pathfinder Bank, Slocum Dixon Medical Group, and by Labatt Blue. McEwen's able to poke it along and give it to Carroll. Carroll and Dolan up the ice. Carroll on the right wing. Holds, looks to center, and he scores! Scott Darling tried to cheat the play, and in doing so, Carroll actually threw it off his paddle, and Darling unintentionally knocks it in. Sometimes you got to be lucky and get the bounce. That's the case there for Carroll. His first goal of the season. It's time to go top shelf at the 72 Tavern and Grill. It's Rain Man and Scoop. I like what we did there with the top shelf thing because we're in a tavern and grill. My name is Rain Man. Scoop is here, the public address announcer of the Adirondack Bank Center at the Utica Memorial Auditorium. Tom Coyne is with us. We'll be joined by the voice on the radio, Joe Roberts, at about 7.15. We'll move up about 15 minutes, our usual Snipe the Fivefold with Cujo segment, Scoop. And then, of course, president of the Utica Comets, Robert Esch, will join us at 7.30 to discuss the Hometown Heroes, which is going to be expanded upon because of the Purple Heart designation, which we're going to cover in depth when we get a little bit deeper into Comets Insider here on 94.9 K-Rock. Some gave all. Some gave some. That was the big quote, Scoop. Well, it's, you know, this place was built. Uh, it was the odd. It was the War Memorial odd. It's, it was built for veterans, and, and what a fitting distinction. The Hometown Heroes uh, Salute initiative here, uh, it, it's done so well. Uh, comparatively speaking to other places, it's so heartfelt, the reaction. It's a beautiful, wonderful tribute. And one of the moments I look forward to at every Comets home game. I I always appreciated it. And now being the in-game host, I really appreciate it. Being a part of it, being right there, shaking the heroes' hands, watching the reaction of their families, listening to Tom address 4,000 people every night. That's probably the highlight of the evening of every game for you as well, Tom. It's one of the things that uh, when I get my rundown for the night, uh, I look to just to see who it is that we may be honoring that evening. And it, and it is. It's very special. And, you know, the point that Scoop makes is absolutely true is, in that um, the response from the crowd is not a tepid, it's not a staged, it's not a courtesy thing. There's a genuine recognition in there. And that you can't, you can't craft that any other way other than coming right out of your heart. When, you, when you're at a game, you've seen it, it's in Section 115. If you've never been to a game and you go in the future, look at Section 115. Everybody turns around and almost a circle forms around that particular game's hometown hero. Uh, interesting side note, first game of the season was my daughter's bus driver, Fred. Oh, wow. He is an, an unbelievable yeah. guy, uh, very very deserving of that tribute, as are they all. We're going to dig a little bit deeper into that as we get through Utica Comets Insider here, live from the 72 Tavern and Grill. Once again, thanks to Labatt Blue, Slocum Dixon, and Pathfinder Bank. This is 94.9 K-Rock. I'm Rain Scoop and Tom Coyne are here. So we had a, a top 10 ESPN Sports Center play made by Richard Bachman. He, in turn, then gets called up to Vancouver. Yep. However, that happened during a 4 to nothing shutout. That was probably the highlight of the week. Earlier this week on Wednesday, a 3-1 to one loss to Charlotte. Charlotte is 6-1 overall on the season. Rochester 6-2-1. We also ran into two tough goalies with some NHL pedigree. Wedgwood with Rochester and Darling with Charlotte. Let's start there. 
Is it tough competition? Is it the roster moves in fluctuation? Is it just it's a, a combination? Is, yeah. is it is it just uh, some bumps in the road early in the season? There's a lot of it. I think that you put it all together and it explains what's been happening. Let's start with Scoop and we'll go to Tom after that. Well, I think it's the up and down you have going on between. Uh, the NHL club, Vancouver, and what we have going on here in Utica, the injuries, and we've got all these kids here that are just trying to figure out where they are and what they're doing, and that's a part of it. And then you run into two of the better teams in the AHL. So uh, frustrating outings. I loved seeing the great save by Richard Bachman. It was great to get him in the Sports Center top ten again. But I gotta be honest. I was like, "Well, that's great," but we lost the game for nothing. I was like, "You know," I was like, "It kind of takes all the wind out of my sails." Tom, that's his second Sports Center top ten, by yeah. the way that he's that he's had since he's been a Utica. Since he's been Comet. here, yeah. Um, he, had the, he had the great behind the back last season. Wasn't that incredible? Yeah. Feed off of that and what Scoop said about the team's current play, though. I, I think that he hits the nail on the head in that it is a lot of the up and down. It's it's the nature of where we're at. And let's let's face it, boys and girls, let us be delighted that we are where we're at, which is in the American Hockey League, which is the second greatest professional hockey league on our planet. And But the nature of that beast is that we feed the greater animal, the National Hockey League. So up in Vancouver, they're having a, a hard go right now because of their injury situation. What do they do? They're going to pull from us. That's right. And and it's, it's, it's something that we live with. Um, we are also in this unique position because we are a team-owned situation. In other words, Vancouver owns the franchise, so they're not going to dictate. Uh, they're going to dictate rather playing time and who gets in, as opposed to a situation where maybe a, 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 another person owns the franchise and they try to blend in winners and career and AHLers just to be able to put rear ends in the seats and sell tickets and, and boost up your record. That and the fact that, listen, that Charlotte team has got great size and they can move. So does Rochester. And, and Rochester is in a comparable position. So, look, it's, uh, I, I don't want to dismiss it and have our Comet fans say um, that it's baloney. But if you look at it realistically, it's just where we're at right now. And, and we do. We have a whole bunch of really talented young kids that are still trying to figure out where the heck they're at on the ice in North America. Absolutely. It's a different game over in Europe for someone. Some adjust faster than than others do. But first of all, uh, 0-7 is the record of Syracuse Crunch in their last seven. That makes Scoop happy, I know for a fact. Scoop, let's look at some of the other corresponding moves. We were on the air on the brother station ESPN radio, and when we had the breaking news that Anders Nilsson was hurt, so hence the Richard Bachman call-up, and then the late signing this afternoon to the PTO. We're all going to try to take a guess at the goalie's name. It's Connor LeCouve. LeCouve? LeCouve? LeCouve. LeCouve. We based that. Lucas Frankel went on in, uh, YouTube and heard play-by-play of there a couple of games and came up with the most consistent was LeCouve. He was with the main Mariners. He's going to be holding it down, backing up Kolbikov. He's 24, 257 goals against, 929 save percentage, 2-0 record thus far in where he's been in his professional career. Four years in the NCAA Division I uh, with Minnesota St. Mankato and Boston University. College career 36, 15, and 6. Hey, you know what? If something happens at Kolbikov, Looks like we got something decent to work with. But other corresponding moves, guys, I, I mean, beyond that, so we've added the goalie, but you've got 
Cole Lind, who took a hit the other day, and he's going to be out, probably not available this week. Thatcher Demko is still in concussion protocol. Wacey Hamilton, head shoulder injury, he's day-to-day. Brendan Gauntz, he's missed six games, he's day-to-day at this point. Ashton Sautner, middle body injury, he's still out. A middle body injury, that's a new whole definition. It's, it's usually upper, upper or lower. Or lower. Wow. Reed, Reed Boucher, who is out four weeks right now. Jalen Chatfield has been day-to-day, so... There's clearly a lot of different moves. Alex Biega down for three games, back up. back up. Archie up for a game and back down. So there's a lot of things factoring into the way. It's just part of being in the American Hockey League is really, and nobody feels bad for you, Tom. No, it's the nature of the beast. And uh, the only downside, part of the downside, I think, is that it comes so early in the season where some of these younger guys, um, like Cole Lind or uh, like Paul Mu or... Uh, some of the other guys that are, are experiencing their first season of uh, professional hockey, their first full season of professional hockey in North America, don't get a chance to be able to get guided on the ice. Look, Trent Cull can say all he wants from the bench, but it's the, your line mates that get you through that shift. And without them, uh, even a guy with like Tanner McMaster, who's coming back off of a fairly decent short first season, um, could still benefit from that kind of of guidance and help on the ice and if they're not there because they're they're injured or they've been called up for due to circumstances in vancouver you know it 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 just slows the process down and what a steadying influence alex biega was while he was here he he just he looks uh, like a much better player then when he played here, uh, he, I liked him then. But he, little boy, edge, boy, he he, he was fast, and he, he just looked like he was large and in charge out there. Nobody you plays know? harder, and and that's something that those younger guys could learn from. And when when that is up and down is going on, there's not a steadiness there. There's not a consistency there. So another guy has to, you know, another mentor has to step in and help out these young guys. Well, in between Biega, Sautner, and Chatfield being out, Jagger Dirk had that one game as well, up from Kalamazoo, and then back down. But I wanted to ask, Scoop, you've been real big on Tanner Caro, and Ben Burnell with the Observer Dispatch featured him recently. But talk about his play. He's one of the team leaders. I mean, he's got seven assists. Uh, I think one goal he's picked up since then. Zach McEwen right now is the active leader with three, five, and eight overall. Tanner McMaster, uh, Ole Ulevi is getting it done with five points on the back line, uh, quarterbacking the power play. But go ahead. Well, uh, Caro's good on uh, faceoffs. He's good on special teams. Uh, 26 years old from Michigan. Uh, had had been with the Blackhawks and their affiliate in Rockford, uh, but boy, he's been producing uh, assists. He he got that goal that we uh, let off the show with, which may have been you know uh, a bit of a garbage goal, but hey, it counts. I'll, I'll take as many of those garbage goals as you can get, and 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 I think that's kind of what the Vancouver Canucks are having some trouble with, especially when they played Pittsburgh the other night. And go to those difficult areas of the ice. I mean, you got You got to scrap 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 you got to play hard along the boards you got to fight for pucks you got to possess the puck it's interesting you got to do the dirty work it follow it it, it even follows uh, the points that uh 
Utica College head coach Gary Heenan was saying to us on Sunday over on SportsZilla, same thing, even on that level of hockey. These are the important details to any winning hockey team. Is He, he called it the dirty, the dirty work, the gritty work. Uh, no reference to the Philadelphia Phillies mascot. Well, you you got to get down and give the goaltender somebody else to look at other than the puck. you got to try and distract him. you got to get bodies in there. Bodies got to go to the net. I think uh, that was one of the things that Travis Green was yelling at the squad yesterday in that uh, practice that was written about as being a very tough practice. Well, and, and oh, we've seen him run those kind of practices. There was some colorful language. Well, they were put up on Twitter, and I can hear the, those words coming out of his mouth because I've heard those words come out of his mouth. And the fact of the matter is is that he was dead on. You want to score goals? you got to get down there, get in the dirty zone. you got to get down there out in front. And, you know, I haven't seen as, as much Vancouver hockey uh, lately as, as I have in, in years past. Uh, I will. But um, if that's a problem, he'll, he'll be the guy that will fix it. And, and he's absolutely right. And it's a lesson learned for the Comets um, because that's, that's the style they're going to face with a play when they go up top. You've got to get in that blue ice. You got to get in there and, and or around that blue ice and and park yourself. Utica hasn't done that bad a job. McEwen has done has done well with it. Um, even some of the smaller guys have parked themselves out there and created some diversions, and that's just the way you're going to go. That's that's just it. It's it, no matter whether you're a skill player or a checking player, you got to go to the net. That's what you got to do. And I, I think Saturday night against Pittsburgh. They regressed, meaning uh, Vancouver uh, regressed, and that was maybe why Travis was a little unhappy, a little surly. I think that's that a Sunday fair practice. assessment. Scoop, Tom Coyne, my name is Rain. This is 94.9 K-Rock. Utica Comments Insider live every Monday, 7 to 8 o'clock at the 72 Tavern and Grill from Labatt Blue, Slocum, Dixon, and Pathfinder Bank. We're going to talk to Robert Esch about the Purple Heart designation. He'll join us about 7.30 today. We're going to talk to the voice of the Utica Comets. That is none other than Joe Roberts in our next segment. But I thought we've got a couple minutes left in our opening segment. Let's hear from Robert Esch and some of his comments following the press conference today. Very prestigious, uh, and it's, it's just a powerful, powerful designation that this team has been given and the honor that not just this building but the team and the organization has given to the veterans in the Mohawk Valley. So we're going to have Matt Page, our producer, back in the studio. Fire the Rob Ash comments. For us as athletes, you know, we're afforded this luxury to go out and play sports because so many people have protected, you know, the freedoms that we that we sometimes take for granted. And for them to give us an award uh, and designate us as a Purple Heart organization to me is is amazing. Uh, I'm I'm, actually, I'm at a loss of words of what a great honor this is. We're only the eighth professional sports team uh, and the first hockey team ever, so it's a terrific honor and it's a testament to the fans. Uh, to our staff uh, and to the players who have just, you know, day in and day out, really have never lost focus or sight of what we're, we're about as a community and as an organization. I was pretty unaware of it. I know that they, uh, the local chapter had put in for it. And uh, we found out a few months ago, and we wanted to do the whole thing around Veterans Weekend. So we've been planning for uh, a few months, obviously, with specialty jerseys, with the Alabama concert. Uh, it all kind of ties together into honoring you know, the veterans and uh, the military. Much like a lot of families in America, um, like I said earlier, when you take, you know, you peel back the, the branches of your family tree, you realize you have people that either fought in the Civil War or World War I. 
World War II, you know, and all the way through. And in World War II, I had a couple grandfathers that served and some uh, uncles as well. And my grandfather was a Purple Heart recipient, uh, and Monte Casino was where he was uh, shot up. And oddly enough, the guy that pulled him off the field was from Rome, New York as well. So, and they never met one another, so it was kind of a, a funny story. But uh, it's always been something that's been near and dear to me growing up as a little kid and still today. We're going to have Rob Ash expand on those comments. Like I said, about 7.30, he will join us here on Comments Insider with 94.9 K-Rock. Your thoughts as we get ready for a break here in just a second, Scoop? uh, Rob commented that it was the greatest honor that the Comets organization has received, and for him personally as well. And I I think as Comets fans, it's it's something, uh, and people from Utica, it's something we're going to trumpet to people across the AHL and across the nation, our families, our friends. Uh, I mean, I, I posted it on uh, Facebook today. One of eight teams to have that designation. And, you know, I think some franchises maybe go through the motions. You know, we had the whole thing where we found out the NFL was, you know, the Department of Defense had a, a paid arrangement with the NFL to honor troops. What we're doing here is so much more heartfelt, so much more real and sincere it is. and genuine. And this place was built to honor veterans. And it just seems like the, the circle has been completed to me. It's just a fantastic thing. We're, we're going to get a, a, a raising of a flag that November 9th weekend and the raising of a, a banner before the Wolfpack game, a couple of monuments. Uh, it's just fantastic. And, and the jerseys look great. The jerseys are amazing. Imagine, you know, a, a winning one of those in one of these raffles that's going to support some of these various charities uh, that are connected with the Save of the Day Foundation and these veterans charities. It's just a, a wonderful, wonderful thing. It makes you proud. Uh, some gave all, some gave some. That quote is actually on the jersey. Jamie Cyphers, you want to know how authentic this is? We're going to hear some of his comments mm-hmm. po- uh, post the press conference earlier today. We'll, we'll hear those in our next segment, but uh, the, the guys in the locker room are behind this. The fans are behind this. And if you want to go back to the very beginning of the Utica Comets, five seasons and change ago, here we are in season six, of all of the things, and there's a long list of things that, that Rob has gotten, Rob Ash has gotten right. You look at just where we're sitting today in the 72 Tavern and everything all the way back to day one. The one thing that he's gotten right more than anything is understanding this is, as you said, Scoop, a memorial arena and the tribute to the people that sacrificed so we can watch a hockey game. Well, it goes right back to the very beginning of the naming of the hockey team. Sure. It's a connection to within the community. And the history. And and it, and it you can't talk about a community without talking about its level of service. And this area has had a tremendous level of service. Uh, and we can go all the way back to the, to the war that created this nation. Uh, right on through to today, and you're right. And look how many uh, Revolutionary War veterans are buried in that graveyard in, in Clinton well, that, that many of us walked by to that Hockeyville USA game. And one of the most important battles of that entire war was fought not very far away from a cannon shot away from where we sit right now. That's right. Um, and and it, 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 my back is to the crowd, so you got to tell me he's not in the building right now, is he? <laughs> Robert? I do not see Robert okay. yet. You don't want so to embarrass him? So I could say this. It's true to form as to who he is and what he has done with this team and this this organization and this community that 
they would do something that is that would be recognized at this level. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's absolutely right. You go back to almost any one of us. I have an uncle who won a Bronze Star in the Second World War. You go back to almost any one of us, and they were just regular guys. They weren't very. They were. They weren't specially trained. Uh, warriors. They weren't, um, you know, movie stars. They were just regular guys that that went out and took a mission on and executed it to the best that they could. And and it's darn well well right that they should be recognized, particularly those who suffered a physical injury as a result of making that sacrifice. And, and that's what the Purple Heart is all about. We're up against our first break. We're all a little bit choked up. We'll come right back with Joe Roberts, uh, the voice of the Utica Comets. Jamie Cipher's comments as promised. That's next on 94.9 K-Rock. Let's do that hockey. Utica Comets Insider. Live from the 72 Tavern and Grill on 94.9 K-Rock. And now our Comets Insider grind line with Rain Man the Rocket. Scoop the Cement Head. And play-by-play voice, Joe Cujo Roberts. Streaming on krock.com. You can listen in with the K-Rock app every Monday night, 7 p.m. Comets Insider brought to you by Lamette Blue, Slocum Dixon, and Pathfinder Bank. And today, the Utica Comets earning the distinction of being a Purple Heart sports team, one of only eight in the nation. We got two of those in New York State, the other being the Buffalo Bisons. That's right. That's pretty cool. And all the festivities that will be happening November 9th, uh, Veterans Day weekend. Uh, with a, a flag raising, a banner unfurling, some monuments being dedicated, Hartford Wolfpack in town, the brand new cool looking jerseys. And they're going to auction some of those off after the game, by the way. Which will raise some money for charities, which is a great thing. And, and the Hometown Heroes initiative, one of the cool things about it is not only does the veteran from the Mohawk Valley get a little love from everybody in the ABC, but they get to spend some time with Jamie Cyphers who has committed himself to this initiative and goes out of his way to speak and act on behalf of veterans uh, and has done that from day one. And he was at the festivities and the press conference today. Let's hear a little of what Jamie Cyphers had to say earlier today. It's great to be a part of something like this. It's because of its its value. The, the meaning is just through the ceiling, and um, you know the players are so excited about it, and and as are we. It's just a tight community around here, and there's such a military presence and a military vet presence. Um, it's just another great opportunity for us to show our appreciation and get a chance to meet some of these these fine military vets. We we're extremely aware of uh, the military presence in this area, uh, and and what our rink stands for, and what our arena, what, you know, who we're playing for. We're playing for each other. We're playing for our families, but we're also playing for those in attendance, and a lot of those are military vets. And as um, as uh, as Rob said during his you know his uh, press conference that. You know, we uh, we get this opportunity to to praise them and what they did, and, and, and those who paid the ultimate sa- sacrifice, and and the families that are affected by it. And um, we can't do what we do without them and what they've done for us. So um, it's just another opportunity for us to show our appreciation. Uh, it's something I'll never forget. It'll be a highlight of my career, just like he said. It was, it was one of the highlights of his. Um, I, I get chills just thinking about it, just standing here and and, and seeing the uh, the vets that are that are in attendance for today, and and just so exciting to to know that so many more are going to be in attendance on the ninth and we are joined on the line now by comets play-by-play voice joe roberts joe this has been quite the day for this comets franchise 
your thoughts and reflections on all this. This is a, a it's a unique thing for me to be a part of something like this. I imagine a very unique day for you as well. Yeah, unique for anybody, excuse me, who had the opportunity to be a part of it today. You know, the distinction is something that shouldn't be taken lightly. It's a very, very prestigious distinction and one that the Comets, I know, and and Robert Esch particularly at the top is very proud of. And he was even even quoted saying that in, uh, you know, the five plus years that the Comets have been around, there hasn't been anything that has been more exciting and more of an honor for him to be able to, to help announce. So... Uh, think about all the great things that have come through this hockey club and through this area since the exception of the Comets, and this looks truly special. Tom? I would think uh, um, that considering the history of the team, and, and we were talking about this before, Joe, and I don't think you, you may not have had an opportunity to be able to, to have heard that, that right from the very beginning when Robert made the announcement year, a few years back that this team was going coming back to Utica and it was going to be the Comets. The association with the history of the community was, was established then and to have that recognition of that history of which those who have served is an important part of it, recognized through this designation as Purple Heart is just a, a continuation of what Mohawk Valley Garden and particularly Robert and his team have done. Well, you know, uh, sports teams are, are part of the fabric of the community, right? So you want to make sure that you're finding ways to uh, build those bridges between the community and the organization. And obviously with the uh, military influence in the area, those who have served and, and then returned and then stayed in this area, it's something that uh, for him and talking to him was a no-brainer. Uh, he comes from a family that has military representation. His grandfather's he had a great uncle, his brother. Uh, we're all in the military, and, and so obviously something that was something that was prioritized for him. And so um, it goes without saying that uh, those who defend our freedoms are also defending our rights to, to do things like provide sports and entertainment to people in the area. So, um, you know, we try to use our platform to make sure that those who uh, are oftentimes, I don't want to say underappreciated, uh, but are sometimes looked over, get the recognition that they deserve. We're going to talk a little bit more in depth with Rob Ash, who I guess we've been discussing and putting words in his mouth. We'll do that in our next segment. 94.9 K-Rock Utica Comets Insider, live from the 72 Tavern and Grill, alongside Tom Coyne and Scoop. My name is Rain. So, Joe, I want to ask, Joe Roberts, of course, voice the comments on the phone. Let's talk about what's been happening on the ice. Charlotte. Uh, we alluded to this earlier. Six and one on the year. We lost to them on Wednesday. Rochester six two and one on the year. We were shut out by them for nothing on Friday, facing two tough goalies. Obviously, two teams with great records. A couple of the best, at least in in the division. Uh, but you've got Darling and Wedgwood. A um, couple of really good NHL caliber goalies. Obviously, you know what they've done. And then with the, the injuries and the roster fluctuation and the call-ups and this, that, and the other thing, uh, make some excuses for what's going on here this early in the season. Well, you know, it'd be easy to do that, but I think that on, on some levels, you know, this team is, is, not, uh, is not producing the way that they want to be and the, and the way that they expect to be at this point in time. So, um, obviously, there was some good goaltending, and you're playing against the top two teams in uh, the Eastern Conference in Charlotte and Rochester over the weekend. Um, but really, make no mistake about it, uh, Richard Bachman on, on uh, Friday in Rochester was fabulous. 
uh, he was absolutely lights out. Uh, but there just wasn't uh, the ability to find the back of the net. And obviously, you look at that roster, and, and like you mentioned with the injuries and the call-ups, there was only two guys on that roster that night who have had multi-goals uh, scored on the season. Right? You had two for Lucas Jacek. You had uh, three for Zach McEwen. So there were some, uh, some absences in the goal-scoring department. I think that makes things difficult, right? You score one goal in two games over uh, the work week, and so that makes things challenging. But, uh, you know, uh, Bachman, I know you wanted to talk to him this week because uh, he was spectacular on Friday. He goes up uh, due to an injury in Vancouver, so he'll be spending some time up there in Vancouver. Um, and, you know, the comments get Darren Archibald back in the meantime as well, so hopefully the goals will come, come in with that. I wanted to correct the record. I misspoke. Uh, Brendan Gaunts did return for the Rochester game. He was back in the lineup. So that's one less guy on this roster you're dealing with as far as injuries are concerned. Guys get healthy. Things will stabilize. The excuse still works. It's early in the season, Joe. There's plenty to work with here. The Comets are going to be fine. You look at what Trent called it over the course of the season in its entirety last year, considering they weren't stocked from the beginning of the year like they are this year with some of the talent. There is a lot of youth, but, I mean, it was PTO Central last year, which we've talked about. It's a new season, and the Comets are going to be fine long-term. Without question, without question. There's too much skill, too much firepower on this team for it to be contained for an extended period of time. You know, it's like anything else. Uh, you, you get caught in a couple of droughts, and that's going to happen. And I promise this is the first time it's happening this season, but it probably won't be the last either. Uh, that's that's part of the process and the parity of a 76-game season that lasts over the course of six months. So uh, patience is always a virtue when it comes to this business. And, uh, you know, you, you weather the storm, and then you, you – relish the moments that are great when your team's on top so uh you know like like you mentioned it, it's just some early season blues i think and a lot of teams are trying to find their footing but make no mistake about it this team is too good to be to be held at bay for an extended period of time and, and they'll show flashes of life here k-rock and comets insider joe play-by-play voice of the team the comments of course if somebody is going to step up Given that we don't have Reed Boucher, given that we've only scored one goal in the last two games and we need goal scoring, who are some of the guys you think might be able to step into that role and give us a little more goal scoring than they have over the last two games? Yeah, I mean, I think that now that Brendan Gaunt is back, it'll take him a, a little bit to find his footing. You know, it's so hard to suffer an early season injury because you're still trying to get in the game shape. You're still trying to find your groove and your rhythm, and then you get sidelined for a couple weeks, and that makes things difficult. So I think Gaunt is someone you look for right out of the gate. Jonathan Dolan's been bottled up a little bit with just one goal on the season, but his ceiling is just so high. Um, and, and I think he can score a whole lot of goals. He's so skilled, so talented. Um, and, you know, he, he spent a little bit of time in North America at the end of last year, but he's still trying to develop to this style of play in North America. And, uh, you know, he's one of those guys that played pro in Sweden in the second league in Sweden and, and was a, a, the league MVP last year. I mean, he was terrific. So, um, you know, he helped get his team uh, promoted to the top division. So, uh, you know, there's there's some some guys there who have, as as I said, kind of bottled up a little bit. But, um, again, the skill shines through. The opportunity shines through. It's going to happen. And, and those are some guys that look more gone from Dowlin. Joe Roberts, the voice of the Utica Comets here at 94.9. K-Rock calls all of your games. 
Well, appreciate the time, uh, but we're going to chat with Rob Esch next. We thank you for your insight, your contributions, and uh, everything you do for us behind the scenes. But have a great rest of your night, okay? Thank you, guys. Yeah, have a great night. President of Unica Comments, Robert Esch, uh, he's going to join us next. We'll talk about the Purple Heart designation in detail. We'll have him expand on some of the words that you've already heard. That is next. Comments Insider from the 72 Tavern and Grill on 94.9 K-Rock. <laughs> Back to Rain Man and Scoop on Comets Insider. Live from the 72 Tavern and Grill on 94.9 K-Rock. I think somebody just got the cable bacon because I smell sage. And that happened last week, too. All brought to you by Labablu, Slocum, Dixon, and Pathfinder Bank. Tom Coyne is along with us. Scoop and Rain and, of course, president of Utica Comets, Robert Esch. 94.9 K-Rock does this every Monday from 7 to 8. Special day today. And, and we were talking off the air. I don't know if people understand the significance, even though we got into it pretty heavy in our opening segment. I talked about it earlier today of, over the course of the afternoon and then being present this morning for the press conference. But the Purple Heart designation being one of eight sports teams, let alone the only hockey team, it is tough to put it into words how significant it means to be recognized. Rob, I, I know that you're, you're struggling with it, and, and that's not an insult, but I said earlier, we aired some of your words, we aired some of Jamie Cipher's words, but, and you're self-effacing, and I know you'll deny this, but you've done a lot of things right since the inception of this team, but man, have you knocked it out of the park with the hometown heroes and, and now where we stand as of the news today, and I'd love to see where your head's at with that. Uh, I think the thing that <clears throat> the thing that challenges me so much is the fact that, you know, when you think about awards and who should get them, it obviously goes to the men and women who have, you know, given us freedom. I mean, those are always where your first awards should go. Without a doubt. And the fact of us being designated a Purple Heart organization is monumental uh, to my soul. It really truthfully is. It's uh, monumental to, you know, what my makeup has been since a little kid till now and it's it's awkward to talk about it because of the fact like awards go to the people that have you know either given us our freedom or or have created this uh lap of luxury that we all live in so that's what you take this and you you give it back even more is what you do yeah, I think so, but I think a lot of that is the helping hands of, of so many people from not just uh, employees, um, but most importantly, the players and the fans. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, they're the ones that uh, stand up and make sure that it's um, represented well. The players are the ones tapping their sticks. Uh, I, I look at what we do is uh, a little bit more insignificant. Um, with that, I also believe strongly in the culture of the Comets and how much we do care about the military. We always have. It's always been a staple of what we've wanted to do. I've always been a little disjointed from year one till now because I didn't really know those inroads until Rick Redmond came on board and who was um, a Purple Heart recipient himself. So Very moving, by the way, his words during the press conference. Yeah. He really it was he was spot on. And Rick, and Rick helped us uh, get to where we are. We've always wanted to do it. But again, I, I think it's uh, I can't stress enough. You know, whatever great feats are created, it's a helping hands of many. And our, I know our employees, our staff are 
are really some of the best at making sure that everything goes off without a hitch. And isn't Rick also the contact guy? Uh, there's a certain effort to reach out to holders of the Purple Heart designation, uh, veterans, to honor them and to have them be a part of all of this down here. And I, I, I think I saw an email address. Uh, it was his email address. He's the guy that, to reach out to. If there's a Mohawk Valley Purple Heart recipient, uh, we'd love to hear from you. So Rick's been the direct uh, conduit. Um, since we, we actually came up with this idea years ago. Um, but like I said, until Rick, be, Rick became the GM of the building and the facility here at Ronick Bank Center, we didn't have the inroads. And through uh, Central New York uh, Veterans Outreach with Vince Scalise and himself, We've literally been able to uh, kind of knock it out of the park, uh, so to speak. Richard Redmond at adkbankcenter.com. If there is a Purple Heart recipient listening to this tonight or you know of one in your family or a friend and you would like them to be a part of the uh, special night here November 9th, Rick Redmond is the guy to contact. Richard Redmond at adkbankcenter.com if you have anybody to suggest. We, uh, one of the things we had talked about before you had joined us was um, the level of commitment that, that the organization has had, quite honestly, that you've had, even going back before there was a Comets uh, and conversations that you and I had had about, and I had asked you straight out, what on earth are you thinking of? <laughs> and the answer was that you wanted to do this for the community, and that was the, that was the biggest motivation for it. You can't pay respect to a community without paying respect to those who have defended the community. This just seemed like such a natural progression of, of that, that level of commitment that Mohawk Valley Gardens, the Comets, and you have had for that. Yeah, and, and you and I have talked, um, you know, six, seven years ago about all these things, and we've known each other for a long time. And my heart's always been about the community, but these communities don't exist. They simply don't exist. Uh, without the people that that keep us free right. and that um, you know for you know hundreds of years they've they've been you know making the ultimate sacrifice some of them are able to come home and tell their stories or not share their stories but be that as it may they're uh, they're some of the most special people I've ever had the privilege of meeting I think I, I've said it earlier today when you start you know peeling back the um, you know the layers of a, uh, a tree and everybody's family tree for the most part we have military families all americans and and whether it's civil war to, to afghanistan all parts in between we have a tie somewhere and these people have really really afforded us the luxury that uh, as athletes i've never taken for granted i never will take for granted and it, it really is where all the thanks goes and for and many of these people are there's a lot of super men, if you will, and, and super women that get immortalized in stories and in books and in movies and so on. But most of the other folks have done absolutely beyond the measure of ordinary things to, to accomplish this. And those are the folks that you're recognizing through the Purple Heart, through the designation that we get to do at the end of, uh, you know, in the middle of the first period every, uh, at every home game. They're they're just remarkable people who are just regular every day. They come back to the United States, resume their lives, and they're they're mailmen, they're uh, they're uh, working in stores, uh, they're 
building houses. They're just regular folks. Driving my kids to school. Fred, exactly. Fred, the first hometown here of the season, my daughter's bus driver. Uh, I've been driving my kids to school for a long time. Robert Ash alongside Tom Coyne Scoop, and I'm Rain here at 94.9 K-Rock from the 72 Tavern and Grill. It is Utica Comets Insider. Let's talk about some of the, I don't want to call it fun, but there is going to be some fun. You alluded to that in the press conference. A portion of what is culminating on November 9th is, is, is a fun hockey game and a great experience and hopefully a great weekend for everybody with the Alabama concert. But let's talk about the game aspect of it. You've got the special jerseys. Uh, let's start there, Robin. Let's hear a little bit on each piece of this as we go through it. So one of the things is uh, we're having an event. Obviously, all proceeds go to the military that night, um, whether it's the CNY Veterans Outreach, the local 490 chapter, in the Vietnam vets. Uh, so what we're doing is we created a jersey that, one, you're trying to raise money, right? So you want people to want to buy the jersey. Um, and I think uh, our graphics designer, did an un- Eric, did a great job. He's actually sitting over here tonight. But he did a great job of being able to create a jersey that is very cool. Uh, it's got the purple ribbing in it. And it has their slogan, uh, some gave all, but all gave some, which I think uh, sums up what a Purple Heart recipient is. And then, it, it, you know, um, all that, like I said, all that money goes to that. We're also paying uh, a massive tribute to all the Purple Heart recipients that, you know, come forward in the suites upstairs, Zoo House. Uh, we've had sweet holders like John Romano donate the suite back so they could be in that. Um, and we have gift bags for them. We have the proclamation out on the plaza at uh, 430, which is going to be really cool. Uh, they have a special entrance, and we're, and we're going to do our best to treat them the way they, they deserve to be treated. Uh, the pregame ceremony on the ice is at 650. That's the banner unveiling, a puck drop, color guard, and national anthem. Very special renditions of all of that. Yeah, yeah, it is. And we actually set this up around the, the Alabama concert. I mean, when you think of, uh, you know, America, it's hard not to think of, uh, you know, 43 number one hits by Alabama. <laughs> so we actually planned it so the day before would be uh you know the hockey game the hockey experience the next day would be the uh the concert and because it is about veterans weekend uh it's honoring everybody not just uh you know you know not not just a few it's about honoring everybody that serves um but obviously the purple hearts are uh near and dear to all of us tell us about the bracelets tell us about the limited edition hats and the military recognition wall it's going to be by section 213 so the military recognition wall is a donation uh, where we have a wall wrap going up that you can sign for a family member or friend or somebody that you're thinking of uh, for whatever donation you want to put in there Uh, again all proceeds going to that we're going to run that through the rest of the year and we'll collect the the funds for that and give it to them you know as we receive them uh, the paracord bracelet is uh, something um, that we're going to be giving out to the first uh, uh, 1,000 or 1,200 people that come through. I forget what it is, but um, they'll actually have a paracord bracelet where it's black and uh, has a Purple Comets logo uh, logo and the Purple Heart uh, logo on it. Um, and then what was the other one? Uh, what was the last thing? Oh, the, the military recognition wall. Uh, I already did that one. With, what else? Was it the uh, – oh, the hats. Uh, the hats. The hats are actually extremely cool. Uh, our general manager, the Utica Comets, Ryan Johnson, has uh, Sportique. His best friend, one of his best friends, started up a company, Sportique, which is an apparel company out of Arizona, Tempe, Arizona. And what we had was a specially made hat, which you know isn't too. Uh, 
abrasive or obtrusive. You know, it's like a, just a regular military hat, but on the inside, it has purple uh, purple ribbing, and it says uh, uh, some gave all, all gave some. All those proceeds are also going to. It'll be you know, it'll be a more expensive hat. It'll probably be you know, twenty five or thirty bucks, um, but. All the proceeds, like I said, are going to the military, so it's worth spending the extra dollar for Money it. well spent, yeah. Yeah, it's money well spent. And uh, there's only 288 of them made. We're giving um, a large portion of those hats to all the Purple Heart recipients, obviously. Um, so it, it's it's going to be, overall, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a fun, exciting time to, you know, really focus on uh, why we have the freedoms we have. As a Comets fan, we've got a lot of things to be proud of with this franchise. The Calder Cup run, the 121 home sellouts. This Purple Heart distinction to me is on that level. And I, would, I, I can tell just by sitting next to you, Rob, and, and how you speak of this, that it is for you too. That This is something that... You know, I put it on my Facebook wall today. Me too. You know, uh, and I've got, I've got, uh, you know, I'm, I've lived a zillion different places. You have too. You've moved around a little bit, Rob. <laughs> I but lived this, in Russia. <laughs> this, this is something that we can tell everybody about. This, we can tell everybody about Utica. It's one more thing we can tell people who don't live here about Utica. And there's a lot of folks who I've got friends who spent some time at Griffiths Air Force Base, and they're no longer in the area. They're finding this fascinating and interesting, and I, I don't know that a lot of people necessarily understand the designation yet, and we're going to get more and more acquainted with it, but this is a fantastic honor, and I, I'm as proud of this as our Calder Cup run, as our 121 sellouts. Uh, I just think it's fantastic, and job well done, Rob. I think it's the best thing the Comets have ever done. It does. It, it, you know, I've said it a, a few times and I think even to our staff as we step through each one of these processes is, you know, I kept on having these big staff meetings and, and I think they realized like it wasn't important to me, it was important to all of us and the staff has taken it over as their own because every other you know, any award we've won, any run we've been on, it pales in comparison to something like this where you have a group of individuals who sacrificed everything for us or, you know, came back to tell the stories of sacrifice and they're honoring us with this award. It just, it seems very surreal and it feels, uh, it's by far the biggest honor I've received, not just in my six years here at the Comets, but in my playing career and my, my whole life. And I, and I played on the Olympics. I'm very, I'm very happy to be a part of Team USA and, you know, the Flyers and the NHL and play overseas and all those things. But to be a part of uh, what the military feels is special, it just blows, it blows me away and it blows our staff away to think that they would think of us like that. And given that this building was built to honor veterans, it just feels to me like somehow the, the circle has been completed. It's just a wonderful thing. It surely is. Rob Ash, president of Utica Comets. I'm shaking his hand. You can't see it. That's <laughs> what I'm telling you. Join us on Comets Insider on 94.9 KREC Live from the 72 Tavern and Grill. Uh, we've got one more segment. Rob said, you know, I'm having a hard time. I'm at a loss for words. I think you put quite a few good ones together. Thanks for joining <laughs> us tonight. And I think, uh, I think we've got the message out there. If you're at the game on November 9th, I think you're really, truly going to see and understand a little bit more what it's all about. We'll be right back. These guys have been known to chirp at the refs. Here's Rain Man and Scoop on Comets Insider. 
Live from the 72 Tavern and Grill, courtesy of Labatt Blue, Slocum Dixon, and Pathfinder Bank. Streaming at krock.com. Also on the K-Rock app, Comets Insider. Every Monday night, 7 p.m. Great day for Comets fans today and the organization earning this Purple Heart distinction. Only hockey club to have that. One of eight. Obviously, that's been a focus of today's show. But we do have hockey this weekend. Two games in Laval. The That's La- right. The Laval Bundy Rocket, as you've been known to call them before. <laughs> That's how I learned how to pronounce it properly from uh, previous voice Andy Zilch. Uh, iTunes and Google Play, you can subscribe to Comets Insider right there. We, of course, make it available at KROC CNY on Facebook and Twitter. Scoop, we uh, couldn't have done this tonight without the voice of the Adirondack Bank Center public address announcer Tom Coyne, who on a moment's notice is always willing to join us. Our original guest, Richard Bachman, got recalled to Vancouver. Imagine so, that. So he wasn't able wasn't wow. able to be here. Maybe more players will be bucking to get on the show. That's there right. It's, it's thanks to Joe Roberts. Thanks to, of course, the president of the Utica Comets, Robert Esch. Uh, we will be here again next Monday at 7 o'clock. Uh, we'll try to get you our guest. Maybe uh, we schedule Zach McEwen next, and uh, shortly thereafter he goes up. Hopefully we have a guest that is not going to be recalled to Vancouver, or at least till after You'll we talk to You'll notice I don't get recalled. <laughs> Neither do I, buddy. Neither do I. <laughs> this is 94.9 K-Rock. Have a great night, and go Bills. They're next because they've got to beat the Patriots. And, of course, go Comets! <laughs>